Welcome everybody to episode 39. This set is called Like a House on Fire. Hello Dave. Hello everyone. And uh, this is a mashup between house music and techno and I hope in the episode that we'll understand a little bit more about both of those. But for now, listen. people we're in so uh, this song is medusa their newest song and it's like war of the worlds isn't it dave it really is it's got that um that synthy bass that like sirenly sound to it this is such a bad area Okay, so basically, uh, this set is called Like a House on Fire because obviously it's fantastic because it's about house music, but also at the same time it mixes in house and techno music. Uh, so I'm going to hopefully, over the course of the episode, explain the difference between house music, techno music and deep techno, which is, it fluctuates between all three of them, but with the central thread of house. So you see here, uh, that is what the song has in it, in its normal form. And then the next break, I'm going to build in a, a house kick and snare. So hopefully it'll give it a bit more oomph. Yeah, I'm supposed to be at work tomorrow, but I have no idea where I am. Um, my phone's so low on charge. I got like 7%. I think if I knew that it was going to end up like this, I probably wouldn't have come. Nobody told me that this event was like this. Uh, literally, I have no idea where I am. I need to stay on We've all been there. <laughs> yes, we have. So this is the bit where I'm going to build in a bit of house. Now. I like that you're putting together an educational set, Kev. I absolutely love this song. Uh, like the first time I heard it, it was like two. It was only brought out like two days ago, and like genuinely, it was like goosebumps straight away. I was like, oh yeah, this is definitely my street. So anyway, so what we're going to do, so that song would be technically classified as techno uh, with elements of deep techno but in the bits where there's no dancing. Uh, and then I try to build in a, a house rhythm there. But the song we're going to mix into is Gorgon City. Uh, and Gorgon City do an amazing, amazing job of kind of producing music which is somewhere between techno and house, which is why I love it. So it's the vocals sort of make it quite you know uplifting uh, but then you've got this this deep thrumming like sub bass behind it so 
telling you, man, one episode with Stacey Mate and her notes, and you're all over this teaching thing. <laughs> Hello? Is it? Well, this, uh, so this is Nobody by uh, Gorgon City, just if anyone's interested. It's an amazing song. And uh, this, the concept for this set, I put together in like literally three days because of a conversation with Stacey. So you see the funkiness of the, the sort of the, the groove there, which is quite housey, but then it's got this really like hard thrumming bass and sub bass behind it, which is very, very techno. And so it all started with a conversation with Stacey after we did our episode in our relatively non-compensmental <laughs> state. Uh, then we played a load of music that evening and had a nice meal and stuff. Uh, and we were talking about well, you know, what is the difference between techno, hard techno, deep techno, house, you know, and like I thought actually that's a really really good point and I got loads and loads of new music, which this set has loads of new music in it, that kind of fall into both of those categories and I realised that actually after a bit of research and stuff that actually my my comfort zone in terms of what I play is, is, is both techno and house and I, I wanted to put together a set that kind of merged the two of them and it fluctuates in and out so hopefully as we go through you'll see the arches of you know up into house and then down into techno and then at points dipping into deep techno. So I thought techno was rigged a lot faster like more towards a trans BPM. Yeah, so hold on for this bit. Yeah, no, techno basically is anything between 120 and 150 BPM. I mean, the more commonly known stuff would be up towards the higher end of it, getting into trance. Um, but basically, it's, it's the same four on the floor. You know, you talked about in an earlier episode about yeah, yeah. Four, four to the floor being uh, the basis of sort of house music. Well, it's also the basis yeah. of house, uh, basis of techno, sorry. And um, that four to the floor, so each boom, 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 boom is um, is a is a drum beat on that bass drum on your foot pedal, and all four of them are emphasised in a four beat rhythm. The difference with techno is that it's supposed to be produced for a continuous DJ set like this, you know, where you're merging songs together over like a 45 to three hour period. That That's the difference with techno is that... Okay, so you get much longer tracks. It, Yeah, much longer purchase out of the entire length of them. So there's... A few times Gorgon City make an appearance in this set because they are top notch. Word of warning though, at the end, it just go mega house. <laughs> <laughs> Classic tracks from the 90s, pop tracks even. Would I be right in saying House is more um, influenced from uh, samples and things, and Techno is more generated computer music? So, yeah, yeah, apparently Techno is more drum machines, sequencers, synthesizers, audio workstations, you know, like your beat pads and stuff like that. And it's, uh, it's all completely synthesized, whereas House will sample things from music that's already pre-existing. It, it came out of a movement in the 1980s in Chicago where they took disco tracks and just put like a, a mechanical beat to it and they emphasized like certain parts of the song to, to, to obviously like lift the, uh, the listener at points. But yeah, yeah, you, you're definitely right.
be interesting as we go through. If you can, if you sort of like think like, what is this? What is this? What is yeah. playing now? Is it right? We move definitely into house here. Oh yeah. <laughs> Do you recognise who this is? It's a new song. I want to say Afrojack. No, it's Pharrell Williams. And you know who he's got back together with? Chad Hugo and uh, produced under the label of uh, the Neptunes. Oh wow! That, this is pre, yeah, like pre NERD when he was uh, it was just him and Chad Hugo. I mean, they produced for some big, big artists like like the Britney Spears, Jay Z, like Old Dirty Bastard, Beyonce, Nelly. Oh, I was looking at our uh, listenership. I can tell that Stacey has shared the episode with one person because we've got one listen in Bolton. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Thanks, Stacey's mom. I just take takes it takes a little bit of time to. I mean, it's only been released two re- released two days, so give it a bit of time. <laughs> I like that that sample. Yeah. So. Uh, on the Neptune's track, Oliver Heldens had a, a hand in the, the producing of it, and now I moved into a new remix of Oliver Heldens. Listen. That love that bass. It's nice, isn't it? If there's, uh, if there's one thing that Oliver Heldens does well, it's bass. <laughs> Where's Runcorn? Um, to North England. We gotta listen there. Nice! And we gotta listen in Korea. Our, our Christmas K-pop special <laughs> keeps cropping up now and again. Like, I don't know what, I don't know why somebody finds it in Korea and listens to it, but I'm not complaining. Well, clearly someone in Korea just, like, Googled on sound, well, not so, like, sound how did K-pop and... Stumbled across your genius set. And our one listener in Barcelona, who's, who's, who's persistent every week. Our listener in Barcelona, if that is Sara, then, then please do let us know. But then if it's not, let us know who you are. <laughs> So, given the description of techno that I gave you earlier, would you say this is techno? No. I think it's more house, because the, the bass sounds like it's sampled. Absolutely correct. Stemming from taking disco tracks with lyrics and putting mechanical beat to them, that's the thing to remember with house. And that's going to become more apparent in later in the set, right at the end, when I take some very questionable pop choices and add a bit of a house spin to them all. So yeah, anyway, so house, 120 to 130, generally speaking, BPM. Repetitive four to the floor beat. Uh, started in Chicago. But basically started by taking samples from disco tracks. Everything from like the BGs all the way through to like soul and funk, which will also make an appearance later. A bit of funk, uh, and just adding a mechanical rhythm to it, and really emphasising the ups and downs and the drops, like this. And we never look back. And the song coming in here is very, very house, which is uh, another thing that house music quite often uses, is that gospel acclamation, you know, the gos- gospel-like singing. I think any vocals on a techno track tend to be either spoken or computerised. You don't tend to get this vocal arranged from the, like, the more singing style in techno tracks. Yeah, yeah, it's sort of like in, in house, it sort of sounds like it's more song, whereas in techno it sounds like more let's get down, let's robot. Get down, <laughs> like this. <laughs> 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 
So basically, the entire set is that it fluctuates between the two styles. And I've actually come prepared for this episode. I've got, I've got my gin, I've got my tonics, I've got my pre-sliced lime here, ready, waiting. I'm very impressed. Because it's not nine o'clock in the morning. <laughs> And I'm about to head to a pool party later, so uh, this new set is going to make an appearance. It's also, I'm in the back room again, it's 38 degrees. Oh my god. <laughs> what temperature is it there? Uh, today it was a oh, 24. No, oh, that's lovely. Right. Anyway. Humidity is starting to get up a little bit, but. No big deal. It's warm enough that I can ride my e-bike to school I with a, a jacket. It's a nice cool breeze in the morning, a nice cool breeze coming home. Do you wear uh, like a helmet and a visor? I've got a helmet. It's, I've got a summer helmet, so it's got like my ears are open and it's not closed right. off the bottom. But oh, it's a helmet so it's with a visor, yeah. Ah, oh, good, good, good. Yeah, because that'd be the thing for me. In humidity, if I was having to wear a, a motorcycle helmet that didn't allow my head to breathe a little bit, then I would be. Mate, I tell you what, wearing masks all the time in work. Oh my yeah. god, my skin is <laughs> terrible. Just like. So many spots. See this kind of glo See this kind of gospel yeah. acclamation. Very housey. It's very house. So, um, unfortunately, due to the, well, basically, I didn't have any idea what my set for this week was going to be <laughs> about three days ago. And I downloaded a load of new music, and it happened to fall into two categories of uh, house and techno. But I hadn't mixed any of it, I hadn't thought about putting the set together, and literally yesterday, uh, in work, uh, I was doing my work, obviously, but at the end of the day, um, I uh, basically took all those new songs and some older songs and classics and house mixes and things and just chucked them all into one set, arranged them by key, and then, you know, moved a few around so you can... It wasn't big jumps. Uh, and then came up with this, and I recorded it yesterday in one go. It's very simple, 22 songs, 55 minutes, it's about two and a half minutes per song. Um, there's a majority of it I'm playing two, probably three tracks at once for the most part of it. I think playing two or three at once is fine with this sort of music. If you've got um, EDM tracks and, and house, um, sorry, trance music, you can run more of them together, but because these songs tend to be emptier in their in their um, in their range, you know your your mids are are light, your your bass is fairly simple, and your high notes are usually just like the, the top end of vocals and maybe a hi hat. It's easy to mix two together, but if, when you start stacking them too much, they stop sounding like house and start sounding more like EDM tracks. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And that's one of the biggest problems with house is that um, if you mix other things in with it, which is so here, for example, we're coming out of a house song and I'm mixing into into techno, almost deep techno, because it's that kind of you can't really dance to it. Very low bassy synthesized move, like background. Let's 
so te technically, deep techno is like a subgenre of techno, obviously, but like it's like characterized by like ambient sort of sounds, which basically you can't dance to. So there's always a bit, there's always a dip. If there's a song with a dip and it just goes ambient with like no clear four to the floor or, or, or kick and snare or anything like that, that's where you're moving into deep techno. And like, there's a place for that. I absolutely, I, you know me, mate. I, I love that kind of stuff. I love those moments where you just get a, like a break and you're just sort of there with your hands in the air, really like absolutely going for it. But like, just really chill. And then when the beat comes back in, that's when, that's when you sort of explode into the energy of techno again. Lane does deep techno very well. Yeah, she does. And th that's the thing about her her style, her, her her music that she puts together is is that it is very much you you know, you can sort of stand there, sort of bouncing from one side to the other, hands in the air at points, but you would never be like dropping to the floor and or like hand in the <laughs> air, pumping the, the train horn. That you know, none of those types of moves. And you know, there's a place for all of it. And what I like is to try and fluctuate in and out of all of it. So we're in here, almost into deep techno, nearly. He's still got that, that kick and stare, but the actual ambient sounds of the background are very sort of on a, on a par with camel fat and, and that sort of deep, deeper techno stuff that they sometimes produce. Yeah, this is very relaxing, this sounds. I'm finding, I, <laughs> I don't know if it's a worrying thing, that because I've been here and nearly two years now and I DJ with what other people go out and dance to and party to I now find myself relaxing to that music yes and I'm I'm almost at the point where the the super heavy hardcore stuff they play in Dr. Oscar down here is what I need to be like yeah let's go <laughs> so the the Excalibur tent you described last week I might be there at Tomorrowland when we next go <laughs> well, this is it. You're always looking for that next thing, aren't you? Yeah. We had a we had a party before Christmas, and I was DJing, and I was DJing. But there was a a DJ, another DJ that turned up, and he, he was like, "Oh, can I have a go for a bit?" And he was he came on with a bit of psytrance, and I'm like, mm, no, obviously not my sort of thing. But like, I can I can see the attraction because you are constantly sort of lo looking for the next thing. Uh, what? Just listen to this bit now. So this is the previous deeper techno one, Hope. Mixed with The Vision. It's the one that was suggested by, uh, by Stacey. But I'd like to think that I've put a deep techno spin on it. Now, if you listen to the original version of The Vision, Missing, it's, it's really housey, really like hard house. But here, because of, because of the fact that I'm still looping it in the background of, um, of Hope, the previous song, it's got, it really mellows it out. And I love experimenting with that kind of thing. This is why, like, putting the set together over the last few days, I've been really excited, which is why I did it so quickly, because I was excited about what I was doing. I love when you can put a set together, that, like, when you get that level of excitement, and you're you're like, yes, I'm, I'm ready for this, let's go. Yeah, yeah, isn't it? And you just think, oh, I'm passionate about this, right? I'm, I'm gonna get it done. No, I, I did it in one go last night. But yeah, I made a bit of a mistake here, so I ended up having to use eight loops, four loops to try and bring the tracks into alignment for them to come in. So it's all good. Good enough. So this song by The Vision is um, very, very old, like 90s. Which is why it sounds a bit tinny. Yeah, I find that with, with tracks, unless they've been remastered well, tracks from the 90s and before, you, they do have a, a, an emptier sound to them. Yeah, they do, and they've got that kind of tinny quality, because it, obviously it's recorded from like vinyl and CD, and 
It just doesn't match up to what we have these days. It just doesn't. Purists might say that what we have now is just an abomination of ones and zeros. And actually the audio range is much less than what it was decades or even centuries ago. In terms of the warmth and the feel of the song, I'd, I'd be inclined to agree. But, you know, we are what we are now and we have to move with the technologies that we have. Can't all be Beethoven. So it's like, yeah, like exactly. <laughs> I was just having a conversation with Sarah Newman on WhatsApp, literally about half an hour before I came on to do this episode. Uh, and she, she was commenting on the previous episode when, um, well, first of all, she thought Stacey sounded great, very knowledgeable about like clubbing and stuff like that, which is brilliant. But then she was also saying, uh, you know, my commentary on the way the name, the, the, the way the name Kevin has been dragged through the mud. Uh, like Kevin from Home Alone, Kevin from Kevin and Perry and all that. She was like, well, what what would you prefer to be called? And I was like, oh, do you know what? I've never actually given it any thought. And I was like, what do you think I should have been called? (laughs) And she said, Horatio. Horatio Russell. Horatio Russell. What? That's a mouthful. It's not just a mouthful. It's absolute (laughs) crap. I, I, I'm going to turn this one out to Dave and Monique, Dave Birrell and Monique. What do you think my name should have been? And then also I'm going to give uh, DeFi a little bit of thinking time here about what he thinks my name should have been. What do you think? I think I really like this song. <laughs> this is pure house. This uh, is like nice, really nice. good. You, that is the skill of a good manager and leader. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to answer that question. I will divert your attention to an, uh, another topic. Back to it at the end of the episode, mate. What you about Max? Time to think about it. No, no, I'm not going to accept it now. You've not had enough time to think. <laughs> right at the end of the episode, you're going to tell me what you think my name should have been. No, my middle initial is A, and so when I sign my name, I write David A. Brennan. And some years ago, somebody said, "What does the A stand for?" And I said, "Aloysius." And then Aloysius. <laughs> so I was David Aloysius Bremner for about four years. <laughs> what, they believe that? Yes. Yeah. Dude, I, I, I'm kind of judging the person who believed that. Like. <laughs> well, with the person I, we said Aloysius to believe it, and then it became a joke that anytime I signed my name, I was like, all right, Aloysius, come on, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> How good is this? Listen. That is deep techno right there. I recognise that synth. Is it? Uh, who's playing it? Gorgon City again. Who's what? Who makes this track? Oh, this is Frankie War. So, uh, this is Frankie War with Lowe's. Um, Lowe's did a song with Camelot on the Dark Matter album. Um, God, I can't remember, remember the name of the track now, but it was absolutely amazing. Uh, but this is Frankie War with Lowe's uh, and a song called Not In Love. 
That was uh, me bringing in the uh, housey rhythm of The Business by Tiesto. Which is about to come in. And what you'll notice in this remix, Dave, is it's not only just a remix, but I did what you did in an earlier episode of doing key change to make it match. I took it down by three. Uh, <laughs> you'll, you'll fucking hear it because it doesn't sound at all like the original. It sounds so much deeper. Um, but yeah, no, like, kind of an experiment. And then later on in the episode, experimenting a lot with uh, echo, reverb, bit crushes. So we've moved back into house here now. Yeah, Tiesto style. It's so low. I'm good at it. And it's like Barry White. <laughs> wait, wait, key change. Took it up by one. Nice. He's gonna go up again in a minute. I think the song naturally has a it definitely changes pitch anyway. So that sounds like it's jumped an octave. I just love having fun with it. Like, I love playing around with the effects. You know, you can sort of like make it your own a little bit more. But I like this because this is this is definitely going to get played this afternoon because it's totally like pool vibes. Oh, I think I went back down here. And then go up. And then building in the uh, the next song, which is another Gorgon City track with Hayley May, called uh, Never Let Me Down. And that's uh, looping in the background, just to give it a bit more weight. To give it a more house, push. Here she comes. So I was trying to line up the lyrics of the previous song with the beginning of this song. So it's almost an immediate crossover. like that. You get this bar of emptiness before it drops. Yeah, there is many, many times during this set where I literally drop two tracks that are playing in the background and just go go to the song and then just to emphasize that drop. But uh, and that's the thing that is massive about house, though, isn't it? It's like those big sort of like build, 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 and then vocal drop. one's for you, David. <laughs> Thanks, Poppet. 
You got something, a piano going in the background there. Yeah. I'm just wondering uh, how long it'll be before you get the name of the song. Uh, let me get my Serato open, I know where it is, my folders. <laughs> I'll give you a clue, the original video was filmed in black and white between the artist and the sexy woman. Oh, there we are. Well, this is not what I thought it was. <laughs> I remember on the train when we were absolutely hammered uh, <laughs> we flew from Aberdeen yeah. to Amsterdam <laughs> and we got the train from Amsterdam to Monique's house and then I played a version of this song by Chris Isaac and uh, yeah that's that was my memory of this song That was a great train ride. It was a great train ride. <laughs> Absolutely hammered. <laughs> but we have to wait, what, what, the plane was delayed by like <laughs> three hours. Five or hours or something. Five hours or something. It was just like sitting there drink, <laughs> drinking, drinking uh, fucking vodka and LucasAid because it's Scotland. Vodka <laughs> and Iron Brew. Oh, Iron Brew, sorry, yeah, vodka and Iron Brew. Yeah. Haggis bombs. <laughs> even, even worse. <laughs> Yeah, so are we going again into Gorgon City here? How good is this? We could do karaoke chamber for episode 50. Like live karaoke, where people have to call in and sing along. Absolutely. And our next caller is... And <laughs> <laughs> uh, our next caller is Stacey May. <laughs> She's gonna sing. Jan Johnson. <laughs> I know, I'm, I'm trying to think about what people would think. Like, our next caller is Luke Chester. He will sing Sugar Bay. Our next caller is Ada. She will sing. <laughs> and then just basically any call from Michelle will be sung with the wrong lyrics. I love her, but she. I love her. I love her, but she never gets the right lyrics. <laughs> What's the song she was dancing to at Sandbox? Oh, many, mate. I don't know. Which one are you talking about? No, like, like it, it was at like 5 p.m. The sun was on the way down, and she was. I've got a photo or a video somewhere. She's like on her knees in the that sand and the dust, oh. like dancing around on the floor. Yeah, I know the video you're talking about. I remember that. Uh, yeah, I can't. I, I can't remember. I can't oh, remember the actual song. Amazing. But she, she. That's the token move, though. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what I was thinking is. Uh, Classic gel. <laughs> Sorry, just wanted to pause for that break there. Anyway, what I was thinking is uh, Michelle needs to be on an episode. But I'm thinking she needs to be on episode 52 when we do our one year anniversary. Yeah, great idea. And that, that gives me like, what, 14 weeks to work on? <laughs> Work and convince her. <laughs> it's a good idea. It's a good idea, Michelle. Is she as keen as Jen? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd, I'd probably say that she's probably as keen as your wife to be involved. We should, get, we should just not be on the episode. Let's get Michelle and Jen to do the episode. <laughs> oh, here we are. We're into the funk now. Nice. Like I mentioned earlier. Now we move into total and utter house for the rest of the set. Play that fucking music. 
This is obviously Wild Cherry. How good does that sound? That is fantastic. My, uh, my mate Domo appreciated this song. And this is, this is how. Sampling, mixing up, mashing up, smashing it out into something else. Listen to this one now, it's so good. Now, I, I hope you're building the next song here, so emphasize the drop. That sounds wicked. Nah, no, doesn't it? One, two, three, four. <laughs> I made a bit of a mistake here, um, which is why that song seems to come in very all of a sudden. <laughs> but yeah, fine, whatever, good enough. As I've said in many previous episodes, DJing has taught me to accept what is good enough and not always strive for complete control and perfection. See, imagine yourself on a Cairo rooftop on the 13th floor in a pool listening to this. That is where I'm going to be in about half an hour. <laughs> Genuinely. <laughs> so I included this one for Vicky Viral. I thought she'd appreciate it. Uh, I am unsure as to whether it is Spanish or Portuguese because I do not know <laughs> either language very well. And I'm hoping uh, that she will uh, appreciate it. Uh, and but, forgive you if it's but, not either of them. But if I'm wrong and it's not in fact in the language that she speaks, I am sorry. <laughs> Isn't it Afrikaans? What? No, I thought it was Portuguese. Is that not Portuguese? <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, don't be. No, fuck no. Don't be trying to shit me up. No, I thought this is Spanish. Ah, <laughs> oh, mate, you are a wrong gun. <laughs> well, no, do you know? Do you know any Spanish or Portuguese? No. <laughs> I love it. I did German and French in uh, GCSE. What did you do? French. Oh, right, fine. In which case... In which case, we are... It's explicable why we might have got this wrong. I'm pretty sure it's Spanish, though, to be fair. And maybe I should have fact-checked this by Michelle first. (laughs) To be fair, she was awake when I started recording this episode, and I was absolutely blasting the speakers. Like, seriously, like, it was so loud. And she was like, just sitting there on the couch, asleep, completely and utterly asleep. Because it's, <laughs> it's the end of the week, isn't it? It's Thursday. Right, okay, so we're now moving into techno again. This is a, a bit of a new or one of artist called Becky Hill. The song's called Last Time. It has got one of the best techno builds oh god so good just listen
so Becky Hill's done some cool stuff with Oliver Heldens. Yes, she has, yeah. Just wait for this drop, though. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, she did Gecko with Oliver Heldens. Yeah, she did, yes. I remember. I remember you introduced me to that song. Um, and I think she's done something with Medusa as well. I do, what I love about it is it, it's the absolute slamming together of, of house and techno and then just that moment of little dip into deep techno here. This gives me goosebumps. Wait for the drop. And I'm also going to layer in the next song, which is 50 Cent. <laughs> That's a great sound. You know you'd be absolutely up on your feet dancing at this moment. Come on! I did say 50 cents. <laughs> Gonna hold back two classics, one by 50 Cent, one by the Backstreet Boys. There will be no more techno for the rest of the set. It will be pure house. I like that guitar sample. Yeah, it's very clever, isn't it? I mean, she's obviously not 50 Cent, but still. Yeah, I went a bit heavy on the bass there. <laughs> <laughs> Who makes a song? Uh, Alex Preston. The thing is, it's close enough to the original song for people to go, Oh yeah, I remember this! But then it's also <laughs> cool enough to be able to like... Yeah. Warren people dancing to it in the way that it's been mixed as a like a house genre song. This summer my goal is I've got two goals for DJing. One is to learn to scratch and the other is to produce a track. Ah, nice. Yeah! 
Dave, you remember the what? Well, you remember what the pool parties used to be like. Oh yeah. You can imagine how this is going to go yeah. down. <laughs> Some people are going to love it, and some people are going to go, Oh my god, play the original one! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you know what I would say to those people? Backstreet Boys said it for me. Only later than you expected. <laughs> like, come on, guys, where's your entrance? <laughs> it, this is an anti-drop. This is totally my comfort zone though. I absolutely love this. <laughs> yeah. together this house and techno set uh, and this song wasn't included in the original set but then I realized that basically it's been ages since I've used Fisher in a set <laughs> uh, and Fisher's like oh listen to that bass anyway Fisher is literally the most like house fucking techno person in in the world. Uh, so yeah, I, I decided to throw in a bit of uh, bit of Fisher at the end there. And I've also taken it up to 129 here just for a bit of fun. was Fisher at Tomorrowland. <laughs> we just couldn't get a look in, could we? <laughs> there are some DJs that just make it so big in time for a festival that everybody wants to see them. And I mean, at some stages, just close the stage. He was just put on an inappropriate size stage. Like, he was way, way bigger than that, and they should have put him on a bigger stage. I think Weekend 2 he was at main stage. I don't know, we'll have to consult the Oracle of Monique on that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great Oracle Monique, please bestow wisdom of Tomorrowland upon us. <laughs> How nice is that deep drop there? The thing is, the thing is that I love about Fisher, he also includes those like video game type sounds. That sounds like Mario going down a pipe. <laughs> did it, did it, did it. Yeah, I got bored, so I decided to end the set just before the end of the song because it was like another three minutes of the song. Anyway, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that was really cool. Really enjoyed it. I love the, the educational side of it and, and the work that you'd put into the styles of music. And 
you do always give a lot of thought to your sets and this one had an extra art to it in that it was trying to teach people something about the styles so well done good job yeah yeah cheers cheers man and and that that was actually the sort of the point of it wasn't well not just like an educational tool but like kind of i just genuinely love both styles of music and it and for me, I hadn't actually ever sat down and tried to work out the difference between the two. Uh, like you sort of intrinsically know it by listening to it, but listening to the set like through like that, it was it was good to hear the different songs playing over the top of each other because it it kind of brought to the front what the differences are. You can hear the difference when you go from a house track to a techno track. It, the differences stand out a lot more. Whereas if you're just saying I like house versus I like techno, that comes with a lot of preconceptions of what house music is and what techno music is and actually they're quite close together very very close together yeah yeah good well i'm glad you enjoyed uh i don't know what what's your plan for next week mate that's uh that's a bigger question um i think it's just whatever happens tomorrow to be honest i had to pull this one out my ass i, I think i think my arse is full of music ready to be pulled from. <laughs> <laughs> brilliant brilliant uh, so name for you I've, I've been thinking about it I'd like to go with Maverick. Maverick, right? Okay, so you think on my birth certificate I should have had the name Maverick? I think it's better than Horatio. Well, to be fair, mate, <laughs> like turd burglar would be better than Horatio. <laughs> like, I don't know what I don't know what Sarah was thinking. I'd be very interested to hear Monique and Dave's perspective on this, and there's no doubt I will when they eventually listen to this episode. But also yours, Maverick. That's that's terrible. That's that's like Top Gun. Like what? I I I'd be more of a goose. Uh. <laughs> I was I was I was thinking like out there and and uh, not afraid to go first and you know breaks the rules and I'm more down the line of like you know I like sort of references to pre-existing things that have been you know in the canon of whether it be literature or drama or whatever in previous years so i probably go some with something a bit more you know ancient greek than that maybe like agamemnon or solomon (laughs) (laughs) no i don't know solomon russell uh probably just brian probably (laughs) i have no idea man Oh, no James, have you considered James as a name? I can't think of any. I, I, I suppose you, you know, you make you make the name your own. I like Kevin the way it is. I like Kevin. Anyway, right, okay. All right, pop it. Let's get guys. the show on the road. Thank you for listening. Share it with people. See, See you next week. week.